friend Ephraim Darby, who is in the studio in his full regalia as um, a priest. A priest, yeah. yes, of Methodist Church. Number. Benedol. Yes, does Benedol. Um, there's a number, number 10. Um, 16 plus, plus 16. Yes, yes. plus 16. Yes, yes, that's what it is. Reverend, good to see you today. A wonderful new month. I'm wishing you. Happy new month. Yes, happy new month. So, you just came from church, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, where's the blessing from the church? Um, you don't, don't fully bless me. You're blessed, of course. Amen. You're always blessed. I'm always blessed. Amen. Someone say hallelujah. <laughs> we need the blessing in the month of June. Yeah. All right, Reverend, before we go to the topic of today, recovery from imprisonment, I love to ask you about uh, the inmates because you are vice chairman, prison fellowship of Nigeria and priest in charge of Methodist Church, Benador, with housing estate. How are they doing? Your oh, students. Great, our people, yes. You mm. know, they're also your people. Yes, definitely. Beautiful. We we've just gotten you know, every day we just got some advantages, some blessings from God. Of late, the Ministry of um, Labor and Productivity has also granted um, the skilled uh, people, skill acquisition people, license to write trade tests. Oh, there's something like a trade test yeah, for sure. them. For them, yes. Mm. And then so we're moving. The guys, the other guys are ready to write their GC. Everybody's warming up, you know, gathering momentum. Mm. There's joy everywhere in the air, and we're happy. What is happy? For the trade test, um, do they have to pay any money? Today is free. I, I don't know. I don't know for now whether they will charge them money, but I think it should be free or something. Please let it be free, Minister of um, Labor, Labor and Productivity. Please let it be free for these persons. And I remember last time we came, we were also talking about the forms for the GCE yes. and thirty persons or thirty-one persons. Mm-hmm. And you had said we just have a few number of persons who have gotten their forms at, as it is do we have um, an impressive number right now yeah we are, we are hoping we are growing we are still mm. praying that a lot of people will um, respond support yeah. yeah well just if you're listening right now you have to support the inmates please do not say well my brother is not there I don't know anybody there it doesn't concern it concerns you um, try and be good to those in prison especially for the Christians you know that the Bible also says when I was in prison you didn't visit me and I know Reverend Darby has quoted that a lot of times mm. right here so it's also um, some form of an obligation that you should help those who are locked up. Let's come to today's topic, the issue of um, recovery from imprisonment. When does recovery start? <laughs> yes, let me, get, let me start from there. Well, um, recovery, it's... Do you know some of us, I was maybe call us um, the outmates, mm. people out of custody. Okay. Also some, in some sort of uh, imprisonment. How but, do you mean? By the time you can't forgive yourself, maybe you've done something or you're feeling that you shouldn't have done that and you keep keeping yourself down without for, mean, forgiving yourself. You're in some sort of imprisonment. You know, whether somebody offended you in the past and you feel that um, you still hold the person down in your heart. So you are in imprisonment. So you should learn to forgive yourself. Forge ahead. Open the new page. Move on. Where well, that is for the outmate. Mm. But for the inmate. You know, it's a therapy thing. You you don't just wait for them to come out before you talk them into into recovery from mm. the experience out there. Okay. Uh, you know, it, it, let me even cite this um, scenario. In my class, there's a guy that would always come in frowned, you know, unhappy, looking as if he wanted to... And one of the days I asked him to get up and then I said, what is your problem? He told me his problem. And I said, my friend, you're not the only one here. So long as there is life, there is hope. 
I quoted instances. Uh, Nelson Mandela was a one time uh, was one time in custody. Twenty-seven years. Yeah, sure. And mm. he came out to be the president of um, South Africa. And uh, even our own chief of the sugar passenger was also there. He came out to be the president. So all hope is not lost. And I said, before you know, the guy recovered from. Wow. You know, and they started smiling. I started feeling, you know, I started doing good things. Started, you know, mixing up with others. Mm. So that is recovery. That's recovery. So it starts both in and out. When they are out, you also follow them up. You know, you have to leave that experience of incarceration behind and then forge ahead. Okay, you just gave an example and I think I want to just ask a question from there. Um, for some persons who may be different from this man you just talked about, the example you just gave, who, you know, I'm, the person is in custody and refuses to see that there might be lights at the end of the tunnel. That reason might be because he's a lifer. He's a lifer. So where does he get hope? No, we have so many lifers. Government could change. Government, anything can happen. You are a lifer. But that anything can happen is not certain. No, no, no. How do you hold on to such anything it, can happen? It's faith. The Bible talks about faith. Faith is a substance of things hoped for, evidence of which you don't see. When you are hopeful for a thing, you don't have to see light. You just hope that someday something can happen. You can't, okay, for instance, the guy in question actually is close to something like that. But then, he came in with zero certificate. And now he's got a first school living certificate. Now he's going to write his GC, okay? He can, and they, with the open scholarship thing that the federal government has graciously granted him. You go and have your PhD while in there. Is that not something? There is hope. Hmm. You know, so you, you don't have to write of yourself. That is a recovery thing. And that, is that where you start from? I mean, the, the, you who, you're, you're a priest and then you fellowship and pray with them. You also teach them. Yes. Is that where you start from? No, we lead them to Christ. Let them know that there is hope. By the time a man accepts Jesus Christ, you'll be able to, to live or to forget whatever brought him there and face the reality on ground. There are several of them like that. What is a medical doctor on there? And I tell him, man, drop this doctor thing. You come and tell me, Reverend, come address me. I say, no, you're not a doctor here. You are a doctor outside. Reverend is a doctor. As well as you're here, you're an inmate. So play with others. Socialize. Forget. Drop that thing. It's not... Mm. In fact, two guys, the other day, was it two days ago, they about... They were involved with... Let me even mention the crime here. Paraventure, there are people out there considering to go yeah, into Yeah, so they crime. should stop, yeah. This baby trafficking thing. You know, he's very, you know, it's very rampant. Yes, they stole somebody's baby and they collected five hundred thousand and split it among the two of them. And the money finishes before even they get to the custody. Wow. You know, and I asked the guy. The guy told me, man, he said, Reverend, I can never do that kind of thing again. That's okay. That means if you know, so that is recovery. He's he's forgiven himself. He's he's repented over what he did. You now we speak Christ to them, and they have hope. You know, that's recovery. Recovery from the shock. Of the things that you did that brought you into custody, and uh, it's 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 we it starts from anywhere, everywhere. Mm. <laughs> well, when when anyone rejects the message of Christ that you bring, because you're where you're a priest and a reverend, so you obviously start from that angle. When they reject that message, what else do you do? When someone says, well, "I'm not a Christian, I don't want to believe in God, I don't care about Jesus," when what else do you do to penetrate into this person to give them hope? In real life situation, you, you tell the person, you, you tell, everybody knows that this is what you did that took you to this place, okay? And that by the time I talk you to change your mindset from what you did before, and you begin to inculcate or begin to cultivate another lifestyle, especially for the people out. You know, recovery from imprisonment and more of the people out anyway because you still have the problem of stigmatization. Yeah, we'll come to that. Yeah. Okay, you get what I'm saying? And so you, we tell you, okay, if we didn't do this, you wouldn't have been here. Are you happy 
where you are you would have been more useful to yourself and mm. to your family out there if you were not if you didn't do this and they will see the truth you know they will see the facts on ground that truly there is need for them to recovery has to do with changing of mind repentance of what you did that brought you to this where you are and all of that so you 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 tell them real, real life situation and they will know and they would want to like refrain from it mm. when they start the process of um um recovery okay. um, from imprisonment what stages do they go through you mean the outside or inside no when they are inmates as inmates before we come to yeah the inmates as we meet with them the first the first thing we give to them is that god has forgiven them okay uh-huh. no matter how your sin was as christians jehovah has forgiven you jesus has forgiven you the blood washes away all of that thing so you also need to forgive yourself and embrace the love of god Okay, say, come to me as you are. And the moment you do that, you have started the process of recovering from that situation you find yourself. Mm. Okay, so that's why inside. All right, let's come to the larger society where someone has served his term. And um, I'm not talking parole now, because the other day we talked parole, it might be a new thing added to the NCS, that's a Nigerian Correctional Service, where offenders can have because they were of good behavior you know come out for a certain time and they are supervised when an offender serves his term and he's back into the society you mentioned stigma as a major problem yes um, not just do you know that um, cultural changes while you are there a whole lot of things change you know we live in a dynamic society oh, very. things changes every mm-hmm. day the cell phone that you, perhaps before you left were not in book is now in book the way of dressing mm-hmm. even amongst your family members if you had children your children are now grown they are now speaking differently so you need to acclimatize you know that wow what's happening so you need to have a therapist maybe a family therapist somebody that will always be there to talk to you to let you come to terms with what you've come to see and don't but forget in this nigeria how 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 affordable is it to have therapy sessions no, no, no. When you talk about i know a little bit about therapy sessions and i know they're pretty expensive no 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 we, you are talk, you're not talking about the professional therapist ah. now okay you are my sister you know my temperament especially if i come from um, the, the correctional center mm-hmm. where you know a man is essentially the product of his environment out there maybe bullying maybe being angry because they were off the fence or maybe you know forcefully doing things it's a lifestyle there and now it comes up now you need to understand where i come from even you have to learn you know you have to like be patient with me okay this my brother has been away he has imbibed new lifestyle mm. please let me tolerate him then you don't run away from me you don't write me off you don't even um, constantly remind me of who i used to be you are providing therapy services to me. Okay. You accommodate me. You love me. Okay. Now you, you constantly to speak with me. Have a positive mindset. Okay. Because sometimes I want to write off myself. Okay. Okay. Nobody will accept me. I am an ex-convict and all of that. And if I have somebody, maybe a family member, there to always counsel me, always give me hope. No, my brother, there is hope for. And, and, and that's where we come to the issue of stigma. Um, before you, you, you just said, oh, maybe they have to accept themselves and forgive themselves and all of that. But the society always stigmatizes. Someone comes into society and he's frowned at. He's looked at in a certain way. People are suspicious of his every move. People are talking in hushed tones. Oh, he just came off in prison. He just came off in prison. You know how people are in the society. 
how does he deal with the reality that there is stigmatization to society? No, but if the gag is well prepared, the, the person in, in question is well prepared. You have prepared the person. The person, of course, the people will stigmatize it. People will talk about it. People will, you know, even your friends, your family members will be watching you with one eye as you mm-hmm. really change. So when you have a positive mind, you prove them wrong. In no time, by the time they say you're no longer that same person that you were before you went in there, they would they would draw closer to you. They will begin to accept you gradually. In fact, it is even them too that will say, say the same thing. No, from that same mouth, they also preach the gospel. Ah, this man came back ever since he went to prison and come back. He's now a new person. You know, he's now a changed person. And uh, you, 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 you remain focused. That is where the recovery thing is. Okay. You teach the person to remain focused. Not to be distracted by... Who teaches a person focus? Family members. Mm. We, you know, that's what we do. That's what we do. Please be yourself. Believe in yourself. Don't mind what people are saying about you. What they are saying about you is not you. It is what you believe about yourself. That is who you are. Okay, so the guy is focused. The guy is, is, is determined to change. And you keep talking while this guy truly has changed. Society must always talk. Mm. Of course, there's no way you can stop society from talking. Okay, but remain focused. Behind, no, remain resolute. Know where you're going. I won't, I'm, this is who I am. This is, I am a new man. I'm a changed man. This, and the society would follow you to think that way too. How harmful is it for the um, immediate family, the family who um, just has someone who, who had served jail term and he's back into the family? How harmful is a family um, that does not accept the fact that this, this person might have changed? If yes. they're still in doubts. You have family members who are still in doubts. Like, I still don't trust this guy. How harmful is that? You don't expect them to accept you immediately. You don't expect it. That is what we're doing to them in there. When you come out, just be humble. Even your parents, your siblings, will be watching you with one eye. They'll place question mark on you. Mm-hmm. Okay? They won't get close to you because they don't know you. You don't know. They're still afraid of you, some sort of. You know, so you, you need to know, you need to prove to them that indeed you are a brand new person okay that that old chapter is closed okay Okay? you don't talk about the old chapter anymore you're talking about a new man this Mm. is a new man and then they will appreciate it they will love you initially it's not going to be very easy for them they will body will be placing question mark on Mm -hmm. you you know you know kind of thing but it is you and then when you make a mistake they say well we said it Uh if you probably if if, if someone let's spin the scenario right now or someone gets into um prison the correctional service because he was angry and he got into a fight and then he injured someone and the person probably died at their instance or okay let's not say death um he injured someone and the person served a particular jail time maybe one year or so whatever it was he comes back and then he's he's accepted by the family but they're still suspicious of him and he makes a mistake or he flares up and that same anger shows but maybe not to the proportion where he picks up something to fight against uh, to fight someone at that point the first reaction will be we said it is this your anger that took you to prison no is this your anger you started again what does that do that statement made and that reaction from the family which will always happen um what does that statement do to the ex-offender now thank you very much for bringing this point in fact we're also talking to um, caregivers to therapists to family members you don't remind this guy of what took him there that's what we're trying to do you know repentance or change from a bad behavior to a good behavior it's it's a process just like sanctification 
okay it's not it's not one spot thing it's a process so you 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 tolerate him you 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 bear with him okay you forbear the bible says forbearing one another in love you just you tolerate him nobody is perfect even you out there you're not perfect you also have some 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 stuff you know around you some minuses around you so mm. you bear with him okay even if he makes mistake here and there so keep keep just give him some time to give him some time and keep being positive around him don't bring him down by those negative words it's very very bad okay does the ncs have this um, i don't know if you have like a session for them uh, where you get to before this offender is brought back into the society before he gets back to his home if he has a family what does the ncs do the correctional service is that from some obsession for the family you know these things you are telling me do they tell the family yes we do some of them you know the families kept coming to visit them out there it's not as if they are just there you know once in a while we talk to them we mm. talk to the inmates and we talk to the outmates as well <laughs> you know i want to call Outmate. them that <laughs> yes <Go ahead. laughs> you know so so we talk to everybody because all hands must be on deck to produce them a good personality in the society you just don't have to write them off give them chance even god doesn't write us off Mm. See so your evil I will remember no more. Okay? Aha. Uh-huh. So if God, you know God now, we are all children of God. God doesn't see us the way we are. Okay? The Bible says if you have been very bad and eventually become good, and God will forget all your bad time and deal with you according to your goodness. The same thing. But we're, we're humans. We're humans. Can we can we forget the way God has forgotten? No, but we should. We have his spirit. Are we not his offspring? We are his we are his handmaid, you know? We're his creatures. He created us. So we should resemble our father. We call ourselves children of God. So why wouldn't us resemble our father? We should forgive. For those who don't believe in God and God. There's, is there anyone that doesn't believe in God? How oh, there are those who are called a thief to say there is no God? Well, I don't think there are many here. Uh, it will shock you, Reverend. The world is okay. Yeah. If they say they, they, where do they come from? They come from the moon? At least there's a being behind their creation. Mm. They should believe that. You know, it's, it's commonsensical. If you forgive, you also be forgiven. Especially for us Christians. God said, if you don't forgive your brother, I won't forgive mm-hmm. you. So if you want God to forgive you, you go ahead and forgive others. In fact, forgive them even before the offenses come. Okay. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we look at, we have been talking about the family, how the family can also aid um, recovery from imprisonment. And we'll now look at the larger society where um, these the, these offenders would be reintegrated. They would have to probably get back to work. They would have a business and all of that. How can the society come in to help that process of um, recovery? Because I think, Reverend, you mentioned that, well, they, they start the recovery from the correctional service, but when they're outside, it's also um, the time for recovery for them. And so we'll look at the society and what role they should play. Stay with us. We'll take these messages. The Correct Life will be right back on CBF. Here is a program announcement. So right here on Confident 5.1 FM. I hope you're having a very good Tuesday. The 1st of June 2021. Don't worry, it go better. Things will get better. Before the break, um, I was talking to Reverend Ephraim Derby, who's the Vice Chairman, Prison Fellowship of Nigeria, and also Priest in Charge of Methodist Church, Ben Udall, um, Erwin Housing. And our topic um, is recovery from imprisonment. We had dwelled a lot on the family, what they should do and how they should, um, you know, welcome these offenders. Now, let's come to the larger family, the society. Um, it's a given fact, the stigma. What else can the society do to aid the recovery of um, ex-offenders? You encourage them. You patronize them to start good business. You give them opportunity. Give them a chance. 
give them a chance. Don't write them off. Give them a chance. A whole lot of them can work on. They are not just there in the, in the correctional centers playing. You know, they have also learned new skills. They have, um, you know, learned a whole lot of new things. So you give them a chance. That's what the society should do. Encourage them. If there are opportunities, give them these opportunities. Let them start. Let them even start small. Okay? Mm. Because by the time you deny them opportunities and they don't have money to, you know, to, to pick their bills, the temptation of going back to crime will be there. Mm, that's, I think that's what's called uh, recidivism. Yes. Mm. So you don't have to allow that happen. You encourage them. They encourage them. You give them opportunity. If there are jobs, you engage them. You have some laundry jobs. You have some some stuff in your compound. Something. Some engage them. Please don't suspect them. Don't even think that they are who they used to be. That's why we are working in there to work on them, to improve on them. You know. Okay. So they are not just what you think they are. Give them a chance. Okay. Before you judge them. And okay. All right, now let's, let's come to, I'd like you to share maybe um, a personal example where someone has been released uh, from the correctional service, is now into the society. Uh, what's it like for them? Okay, in fact, I have a guy, he's coming to do wedding in my church. He's getting married? Yes, he's getting married. Interesting. You know, I went to his community and to Carafon, we talk and all of that. He went, he started a small um, um, shop. Business. How long has he been, um, you know, freed? He's been freed for like um, a year now. Okay. Like a year now. And uh, you know, while he was there, he spent about 10 years, the former wow. wife ran away. Wow. Uh, scattered. But now, because he has proven to the society, the community that he's a change man, there's a guy that wants to marry him. Okay? And now will be the person to officiate in that marriage. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing something that's supporting him. He's even started a house fellowship. Okay? In his uh, house there. And a lot of people are coming. He's now a pastor. Mm. Okay? Uh-huh. And... Uh, in fact, he's even advising people, the other boys in the community, don't do this. This is how it is out there. Please don't go there. You know, so he becomes like a light. In that this, community. That, mm-hmm. that community. You, you understand? So so that is the kind of thing we're saying. They, they are, the, the community is assisting him, supporting him. Oh, the community is supportive. Yes, that's why he's good. When he's getting married, all of them will come. I'm even sending buses to his village to bring them. That's interesting. Yeah, what sure. a community. There's a lot of love there. I like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, you know that's, that's, that's how it should be. Encourage them. Encourage. If you don't encourage them, it is your own detriment, your own peril. Mm. So encourage them to be good. Okay, so um, before we go, I just have about two more minutes. Um, at the point where he doesn't relapse into the offense, but he relapses into depression. As you stated, they always get depressed in there. And then he's outside, he's been waiting for a long time without a job, or he's, he doesn't have the capital to start a business, and he slips into depression. What is advised at that time? So we advise them in the, in the, in the Costilla Center. Don't ever be idle. Okay, take a walk, find some minor jobs, do some farming around your place. Depression is when you have nothing doing. You don't just just sit down. And the family member should also help them, give them some positive talk. Yeah. Well, there are people who are doing something and walking and are still depressed. Uh, well, that is self um, inflicted depre- depression. Reverend, I would, I would, I, I should take you up on that, but we don't have time. Uh, no, no, yeah, you should. If you see the statistics, working people are also depressed. My dear, it, now you won't be depressed. Okay. It's a choice. <laughs> Depression, you say, is a choice. It's a choice. You can see. I do you know? Do you know that I drop my problem on the table and sleep? Problems are different from depression. No, no, it's a higher is, degree when we is, talk it depression. It is issues that leads to depression. Okay. You don't just get depressed. It is problem that leads mm. to depression. You know, constant 
issues that you keep hanging around but if you take all your problems to god it takes brings all your care upon me and our cares for you what are you talking about you know you remember when you say this <laughs> you say this because you are a reverend you are a priest so yes you come from that angle you you're grounded in the word but not everyone is like you for someone who's um who um is freed his back into society things aren't working well for him he still senses you know people still stigmatize and all of that it is possible i've actually read articles it's possible that he relapse into depression so at that point what is advice not everyone might want to take it take the problems to god well the advice is this so our guys out there they know how to download but the advice is this please encourage them that's family members yes the people around his friends anybody around the man that is please tell them there's a way out why are you moody why are you this why are you that there is a way out you know let me take you out for it's true let me you give them i mean the person before you know you lift him out of depression and he will relapse into crime again Hmm. okay so that's the way it is okay from all you've said reverend something very important that um keeps playing in my head is how important is it um it is rather for ex-offenders to be surrounded by the right kind of people yeah sure that's what we're saying that's what we do you know what if you don't have that you should what if you're a loner what if you're the only child that's why we are there that's Hmm. my business Um, we're many we come around you Okay, from time to time, a lot of them, I give them, um, uh, what do you call it, airtime. You okay. call me and I call them, find out, monitor how they are doing, mm. visit them from time to time, try to talk to their neighbors to accept him. I okay. come, I go the way I am in my full regalia. Yeah. As a priest. Yeah, 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 sure. I come and I tell you, please accept this man back. Okay. He's a new man. Yeah. For my sake, accept him. I give, I give them my word because mm. we are working on them seriously in there. All right. We have to go right now, but take this to the bank. Please be there for, especially those who are ex-offenders, who are back into the society. You know them, your brothers, your sisters, or your friends, or someone in the neighborhood. Just make sure that you can be a support um, to them so they don't get back into the crime or depression. Reverend Ephraim Davi, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. So you'll pull off your regalia when you... Are you going to be like this all day? Because I'll just come to the office and say hi again. No, this is my uniform. This for is the whole of the day? Yes. Ah, interesting. Thank you so much for coming. And I'm praying that you get to sponsor, yes, those listening, sponsor these men and women who will be writing the examinations. Yeah. Uh, GCE, they still need the sponsor. So go ahead and look for the, your number. So they can reach you. M0802-851-59788. Okay. And that's it. Be good. Say hi to someone who um, just got back into the society. And God bless you as you do so. My name is Rose Have a very good Tuesday once again. A happy new month. May everyone.